Welcome to the Bushy Black Brother Network. Good afternoon and welcome to Fade to Black Cinema. I'm Michael, your Bushy Black Brother, and I'm here with my co-host, Aliru. <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> so, um, our recent movie uh, we went to see was something that I didn't think Leisha because it's a subtitled movie and is a Korean movie. If everyone knows, I love Korean suspense movies. They are pretty, pretty amazing. So, and I wanted to go see it, and Leisha said, "Well, you don't know if I like it or not. You, I know it." And I'm like, "Oh, whatever, whatever." <laughs> If you want to see it, then come along. Oh, now. my goodness. Oh, no, don't go like that. I'm just saying. Everybody don't go like that, okay? Just saying. <laughs> but it's a movie called Parasite, and it's one of the one of the, my uh, favorite, one of the favorites, uh, actual uh, directors from Korea, John Hoon Bang. Um, he writes a lot of his stuff and as well as directed. And this one was like really, really critically acclaimed. Um, I think it was one of the top um, rated movies and cons. Yes, it was. So um, this was something that people are like raving about. And even if they didn't rave about it, I would have wanted to go see it because He's just one of my favorite um, directors. And the way he does a lot of his uh, actual um, movies is pretty, pretty amazing. And, uh, and for example, um, some of his previous movies that I enjoyed was one called Akya, and that was on Netflix. And Akya was about a young girl risks everything to prevent a powerful multinational from kidnapping her best friend. Is a big-ass pig... And they was using this modified pig in order to make food. And they did some modification and and they was they they did that from a farm where they was doing it, but the young girl wanted to keep it. And it was a Netflix movie and it was it was it was rated really, really well. And um that was his most recent one. Um but the one that most people probably be familiar with is Snowpiercer. Um, and the Snowpiercer had Chris Evans as the main um, essential character in there. And he was just fantastic in there as the, the, the rebellious guy. It was all about being on a damn train with people in the back and the world is frozen over. And then they found that if you go to the front, things change. Um, and then they had Tilda Swinton on that one as well. And then the one guy that's always in his movies <laughs> is Kang Hoo Song, which is in the most current movie right now. But we ain't going to go so far with that. But Parasite, Parasite, Parasite. Let me give you a quick synopsis of this. All unemployed, Ki Tak's family takes peculiar interest in a wealthy and glamorous Pox for their livelihood until they get entangled in an unexpected incident. This was... Uh, unexpected and very, very well directed and written, which was so intriguing to me. But I'm going to leave it. I'm going to switch this to Alicia because she really <laughs> liked this movie. So when she likes a movie, 
I like to hand it to her. <laughs> well, you know, I everybody knows I don't go looking at the um clips or anything. The only thing I did find out that it was a subtitle, which I was like, I'm cool with. Um, I knew what when I came in there to look at this movie, I had to focus on just reading the subtitles to know keep up with the storyline. The good thing was the subtitles were, you know, they their their language is is good enough that you can read it. It's slow enough that you can understand what they're talking about through the whole movie. The the crazy thing is I didn't know what I was getting into. I, th- <laughs> I thought it was all about bugs because <laughs> it said parasites, but it was so interesting. And it, at the very beginning, it was really funny. Yes, yes, it was. It was very funny at the beginning because you 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 know they're living in this damn hole in the wall place, this basement underneath the home, and it was almost like you store what. Just it's, it's a, a storage, storage shed. shed. Yeah, yeah, it was like a yeah. storage basement. Yeah, but yeah. they were living there. But it was interesting because then you see the lifestyle of how they live in in South Korea. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, um, and so, uh, and they were very close. They were mm-hmm. very close family. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and they, it's almost like they took care of each other, and cover each other, yep. and no matter what. Yep. Um, and it was just interesting. The storyline just took off really cool at the very beginning. How, you know, they were struggling and trying to make ends meet. And his boy, who one of his friends who's kind of wealthy, you know, was like, hey, I need for you to do me this favor, blah, 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 to tutor this girl, the young girl. And just got into it. Go, it went from there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And from there, you saw him um, being, you know, being introduced, coming into, into the home and um, started to tutor. This young teenage girl. So the son. Yeah, the son did. I'm sorry. The son did. Um, because the son had a best friend who was in college. Right. And so from there, you started to see it just it just started to pick up. And it, it was so crazy. Because you would never have think that, okay, uh-oh. You know, um, there were, how would you say, they were very smart criminals. Yeah, yeah. You know, they wasn't would- like criminals that steal from people. They you were would, criminals you would to call try to, them grifters. Right, exactly, exactly. And it was just little bit by little bit, it just got your attention more and more and more because even though you're expecting it to go a certain way, it didn't. Mm-hmm. It shocked the hell out of me how the actual storyline um, went and how it ended. So the progression of this movie was so interesting because you saw there was a bunch of grifters. They tried to get over. None of them had a job. So he was doing like little odds and end jobs trying to make money. But soon as the son was introduced to this young um, girl with this um, rich family called the Parks, he goes in. And the mother doesn't work and they have a driver. They also have a, what is that? Uh, a, a live-in maid. And the son is a little artistic, which was really crazy too. So the son was artistic. So as he developed a close relationship with the daughter, he had a good relationship with the mother. And the mother was saying, oh, my son is the most artistic and he needs everything he needs a lot of attention and he said oh i know an artist 
that can actually, she's been in the States and she done that. And his sister's a really good artist because she's the one who made his, his paperwork look like he was really, uh, um, went to college and so on and so forth. And she said, there's something wrong with your son. He had a traumatic experience and he was running through the house like he was crazy, didn't want to listen to anyone. And she was like, I don't need you in the room. He will be with me. And then when she brought him back downstairs, the child was like calm. He was respectful. And she said, now go back to your room. And he just bowed and went upstairs. And his mother was like, oh, my God, what the hell's going on? Yeah, yeah. So that was two, the daughter and the son of this family. And then they was like, whoa, how do we get in this household? Yeah. So the next thing was, well, maybe we can get his dad. So they went back and said, have you ever drove a Mercedes? He was like, yeah, as a valet. And they was like, well, we can take this guy's job. So they turned around and set up the driver and then took the recommendation because the Rich family was really, really naive. And as them being naive, it was kind of like so on to the next one, to the next one. And then eventually they even got the the maid out of there or the living maid. They yeah. even got her out. Now, be, But be, now go ahead. Now we're coming to that part. Mm-hmm. Now coming to the maid part, because they finally figure out, like you said, the family was so naive. They were, they just, just, just put things in their head to make it seem like the driver and the maid were just doing bad things, mm-hmm. you know, they, for their employment. And the way they, they set up the maid, because they found out that she was allergic to, to peaches. Yeah, that was so crazy. <laughs> and I mean, that was like low down dirty. And so when they did that, they said that she, you know, that said she was sick. She had, she had tea, tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. And it was mm-hmm. like, and so she, whenever they put uh, the peach hair near her, she started coughing and, and gagging. Mm-hmm. And, and so... They set her up by when she, when she came into the house. They were they called their father. Their father would text the daughter and said, "I'm on my way. I'll be there in two minutes." So the daughter would sprinkle the peach hair on her, <laughs> and then she when the when the owner came in, the wife came in. You heard her coughing and gagging and and and, and with the the um with the handkerchief not the handkerchief but the tissue. Mm-hmm. The father then took some reds. Soy sauce or red hot <laughs> sauce, hot sauce, yeah, and put it on the the tissue and then lift it up to show her, because his the wife was a clean fanatic. Mm-hmm. Her and her husband were very particular about the cleaning cleanliness of their house, and that's when she fired her. Yep. Well, she didn't want to. She didn't say we couldn't tell her why she was fired. So but she, she had, told her husband uh-huh. that she quit. Yes. Yes. And so, as the woman was walking in the damn rain, okay, because it was pouring down raining, you saw her kept looking back. Mm-hmm. And, and he did this so damn good, too. I was like, and you was wondering, okay, why does she keep, why looking, she keep back? looking back? Is she t- trying to say, well, you know, don't fire me because, you know, I am a good maid. But she kept looking back, but she had to know that she had to keep going. And so, while then, you know, then the mother came in. So now all four of them was in there. The son, in this order, the son, mm-hmm. the daughter, the father, and the mother yep. were all in that house working, which which 
they did not know the the people who were living there, the wealthy people. They were all related. Yep, they had no idea that every they, single one of them was related. Yes, 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 yes. And so then it gets interesting because they were like getting, they were comfortable, they were getting fed, you know, they were, you know, everything they were doing was for their benefits because they were poor. Mm-hmm. And so they decided that since the son was doing so well and his birthday was coming up, right? Mm-hmm. They were going to take him on a camping trip. And the the maid in the the, the uh, maid who was the mother said, "Well, the weather's kind of bad, you know. You sure you want to do this?" And she's like, "Oh no, he loves the rain. I'm gonna just put a raincoat in the bag and so forth, so on." Well, while they were gone, them people, them folks, that family, they had boy, a party. Up they in were there. partying, drinking up the liquor, eating up the food. <laughs> I mean, tear the place apart, yeah, talking, talking, talking shit, shit about them. I mean, they were having a ball. All of a sudden, bell rings, doorbell rings. Guess who it was? It was the the fire the maid. maid. Mm-hmm. She said, "I need to get in. I forgot something. I need to get in. I forgot something." And went from there. It all turned to hell from there. <laughs> yep. I was like, and the. I mean, it just flipped on you, you know. And it, it, it was a whole nother story. Yep, because from you know we were thinking a whole different thing, and it just went crazy from there. I was like, I was like, okay, oh shit, I miss. I don't want to miss that one goddamn word they put on that damn screen. <laughs> because yep, it was crazy. It was crazy to the point of it's like I could see why this movie got um such such credit, such major acclaimed credit. So without going into the extra details of what went on, it's 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 a story within stories, and it was layered to the point that even if you didn't follow it, there was a difference in the whole feel of the movie. Like Alicia said on the front end, it was like, oh, they're so slick. Look at what they're doing. It was funny. It was humorous. And then you saw the difference between um, uh, the societal norms of the rich people and the people that were um, that were poor. Now, remember what that guy said when we were sitting in the movie theater? Mm-hmm. He said mm-hmm. the class difference. Yeah, there was a class difference. Huge. He was he right the, about that. Can, he said you can clearly see, and that's how it is in Korea, the class. He said, and sooner or later it's going to get to it here. He said it, it, it's actually here now. But it's going to get worse. And you you saw the class difference. And then you you hear that the rich people was like, yeah, he, they have a smell. You see it? And she was like, oh, like an old man. She was like, no, like a radish that you smell on the subway. Yes, yes. And, and, it, and it was funny because they was hearing them. And he was like, and they was like, but I've never been on the subway for years. And they just laughed at it. And it was a sense of humiliation that you're not like us. Even though you work for us, mm-hmm. you're not like us. And you and you saw that contrast within the conversations and they tried to play like they were really nice people because while they was partying at their house, they was like, oh, they're such nice people. Yeah, they're naive, but they're such nice people. But when you hear them when they weren't around, you see that they kind of despised them. And it was such, 
you can and the director showed I don't want to say it was humiliation, but you saw the hurt mm-hmm. in them. Like, damn, this is this is messed up. It was humiliation. This was, it but was. It, yeah, it, it, you you can say that. It was. I'm doing everything for your family, and you're gonna look down on me and talk about me in mm-hmm. a humiliating way. And it and it and it did that. But the one thing I think we didn't mention at first is this house was a piece of art. It was a um architecture that actually built this house and this house was like phenomenal and without giving away a whole lot of stuff he made a portion in the house that was like an underground bunker mm-hmm. um and that underground bunker was something that he didn't even tell the new tenants that was in there but here's the catch the homekeeper that was in there she knew that she was well aware that that was there. Mm-hmm. And that portion of the movie took you to a whole different aspect, which was so, it turned into a suspenseful uh, uh, drama, violent, and it was just so, so odd. And then you see the, the contrast of how the buildup of you're not like us. Yeah, the survival it they survival mode kicked in for them. Yep. Survival yep. mode kicked in for them. You know, it's and, like what are we gonna do? Yes, yes, because it was like you know, because his son kept saying, you know, what is our plan? What yeah, is our what's plan? What's the plan? What's the plan? Yeah, what's the plan? And he had to said, you, you, we, we, I don't have a plan. We're just gonna have to let it fall the way yep. it falls. He said the best plan is it's no, no plan. plan. Yep, yep. And the son was like, we, we can't do that. We just can't have no plan. And he was like, I'll take care of it, which was bad. He was like, I'll take care of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh-oh. Yeah, because it was, the story was incredible. Uh, I, in, in, in all the movies we've seen um, this year, I'm not going to say all of them, but this year, mm-hmm. this is one of the best ones I've seen this year. Wow. Besides the fact that um, I love my, you know, all my comic book, you know, superhero stuff and, <laughs> and my fast and furious stuff you know i love that it's terrible you know i love that no matter what um but you know with um shaws and hobbs that was my favorite one of my favorite shows because yeah, my favorite stars in it but anyway uh this is the you know out of all the movies out there and this happened to be a foreign movie with foreign language with subtitles the storyline was amazing yep i mean because it had to go into i mean you had three different versions of a story yeah that really flip. I mean, you you just know if, and I told Michael that there's no way they can Americanize this. There was just there's no way because if anything, they will screw the shit up. Because there's no way in America, there's no way American family. This is not how American family handle things here. You know what I'm saying? They'll do it much differently than if it's if like South Korea. Remember, mm-hmm. South and living in South Korea is different from living in the United States. Yeah, true. True. So I, I just I just feel if this director decides to do an American version, it'll be laid out better. But if anyone takes it over, I don't think you you it'll they'll lose so much because to Alicia's point, there's some cultural differences in Korea that you can't transition that into america you just can't it's it's very very hard the culture between the two you would have to modify some things 
or it'll lose a lot of what the story meant to these two societies. You know what I mean? Between the two class structures, the class structures in the United States isn't that clearly defined. It It's there, but it's not clearly defined pretty much like a lot of foreign natures like India and, and Korea and and a, the Japanese. And it's a lot of clearly defined class structures that's there. And you cannot you cannot um, participate in that. And they see it in that way. So it makes it a little different to kind of transition to that. But again, the writer says, if I'm going to rewrite this into an American version, I would do it this way. May not be as good, but I think it's it's a really it's just such a well written and directed movie because the flow of it shocks you into the next phase, which shocks you into the next phase. It just progressively got darker and darker and you were like, whoa, what the hell? And it just kept going. And it it's you honestly didn't see certain things coming, even though. You said something had to be done. Yep. Yep. Something had to be done, but you didn't know what direction that it was going to go in. Mm-hmm. But very, very good movie. So what's your rating on it? Um, If I could give it more, I would. I give it a 10. Wow. Good for you. I have it a 925. And I have it a 925 for a general audience that wouldn't be able to or would want to see subtitled movies. Yeah, F them people. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I got you. I got you. You know, we ain't going there because there's one more movie we got to talk about, but we ain't going there yet. <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, I have it a 925, which is the best movie I've seen this year. The best movie I've seen this year. Because again, when you leave a movie, and it sticks in your mind. Yes, and you're dreaming and, and, about it. And you're thinking about it. And you're it, talking about and it. And you're talking about it. And you're still it. talking about it. It's it's <laughs> such the director and the writing has got in you. And and what made this one so great, it's not even English. Yeah. Yeah. But you understood everything. You yeah. understood what they went through. And you why? You understood and why. Because at first I'm on like really like He's low down, dirty. Oh, you know, they said trick. Oh, they tricky bastards. Yeah, yeah. And then you got to the middle. But you like them. You and, still like them. Yeah, now. yeah. You because they were funny. They yeah. were a funny little family. Then the second part of it, you was like, oh shit. You was like, what the hell? Now mm-hmm. that that made low down dirty what she did. But yep. then again, they got caught in their shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? All mm-hmm. right. And then, then then the next phase was, was oh what what the cover up. And then after the cover up. It went into a really dark, traumatic, violent confrontation. Bad for him. Yeah, yeah. Because no matter what, they were still poor, trying to struggle and try to survive. Yes, and they did whatever they could without hurting anyone. Yes, their intent wasn't to hurt anyone. Yep, their intent was was to to survive. survive. Yep. You yeah. know, in a society that they're at the bottom level. Yeah, because the most your emotional part just continue. It, it went from these crazy. It went from you know how funny they are, and then you was like how low down dirty they are. Then the you felt sorry for them, and then you're like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. The, the 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 dramatic emotional end. dramatic. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. The, it felt really bad. You yep. felt really really bad for them. So I gave it a ten. 
Yeah, very good for you. So if you if those people who don't like subtitles, I still suggest you just go anyway, and just on just just really go see this movie. It's it's well worth it. It really mm-hmm. is. Or you can wait to get on Netflix, and then you can switch it from the foreign language to the English. Yeah, and for some it. folks, yeah, which if I that hate. Works, I mean, for I some hate. folks, yeah, you could do it because but, you never get the you never get the emotional the emotions in what the people how they are talking it never transitions into how the emotional conversation is and that's why i hate dub movies other than the old karate movies because <laughs> it's, it's entertaining then well you had no choice back then because they put it on local tv and then no i mean but if you change it now well yeah you yeah. just hear them talk yeah but if you use the subtitles it's so funny because <laughs> It's just funny to me. But uh anywho, but yeah, very good, Leisha. Um, but very good. Very I I really, really enjoyed this movie. And so many different aspects of the movie was just done so well. But when you have a high level directing and a high level writing and high level acting, it is it is this it had all aspects of it. And if you see the previews, you have no idea what's going on. You had no idea you wouldn't have no idea what's going on based on the previews and not because it was a foreign movie, but they only gave you excerpts of something that seemed like it's terror. It's not terror, but it ends up somewhat terrifying. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which was, which makes it a lot more interesting. So, but very good. Very good. Fade to Black Cinema. See us every Wednesday. Wednesday. Fade to Black Cinema on all podcast downloads. We try to keep it up to date and and have them drop and download in every different way. Fade to Black Cinema on Twitter. Fade to Black Cinema on the playlist on Bougie Black Brother Network on YouTube. Or go to bougieblackbrother.com, the website, and click on Fade to Black Cinema. It's on the first page, and the most current ones will be showing up and rotating from there. But follow us on Bougie Black Bro on Twitter and Instagram, and see the couple of movies that we just wind up walking into and just going from there. But other than that, uh, you got anything, Leach? Not bad. Well, thank you very much for stopping by Fade to Black Cinema on the Bougie Black Brother Network. Thank you very much. See you next week. Bye. Bye.